G'day, it's Hayley Carr here, coming to you from my little riverside cottage in Australia. Welcome to the Super Freak Podcast. I run a boutique coaching agency from right here, my farmhouse, with clients all over the globe. And in this show, I'm welcoming you into my world, into my home, and sharing the powerful philosophies, mindsets, and insights that make super talented, super freaky people able to create crazy good results sustainably, on repeat, and almost effortlessly, so you can do it too. These riffs are inspired by conversations with the incredible people that I coach every single day, which I've been doing for over a decade, and from my own experience as a world champion martial artist. I love destroying big ideas until they're teeny tiny bits of genius that you can take with you, understand, remember, repeat, and use to create miraculous results with ease. You'll learn here about what I call yin-style leadership, keeping the spark and the polarity in your relationships, financial empowerment, slowing down to achieve more, and regenerative, sustainable success in any kind of high-pressure, high-achievement-focused circumstances. So hold on to your hats, folks, and listen out for your insight of the day. I'm going to show you how to become immune to fear, failure, and feeble thinking. And before you know it, you'll be chasing down with ease and enthusiasm what you may have thought was impossible just yesterday. Let's dive in to today's episode. My friends, I'm coming to you today from beside my fireplace. So nice. It's uh, early in the morning and the sun is coming in over my window, through my window, over my shoulder. And the fire is going because it's winter and it's one of my favorite things to have the fire going during the day in winter. Um, We don't have a heater in our house. We just use a fire to heat it up. So it's a very slow process. But, oh, I just feel so connected to nature when this happens. And you might hear the birds outside in the background which I love. Today, I want to dabble with you in the realms of how to think a little bit more. Well, that's nothing new, to be honest. This podcast isn't really specifically aimed at a particular niche, <laughs> right? Um, it's not really aimed at a particular area of life. It's, it's about thinking for yourself. It's about thinking in a way that surpasses and overcomes the current problems or issues that you're experiencing so you can experience something else. And that means that sometimes I guess the topics will be a little bit vague in terms of there's no specific, I'll give you examples in terms of where you can apply it, but there's no specific application of like this, all of this is talking about social media or all of this is talking about, you know, I suppose it's leadership, (laughs) but What I'm always trying to do here is to give you ways of thinking that you can apply across the board. It's almost like a filter that you can wear over your mind so that when it comes to making a decision or when it comes to thinking about how do I solve this problem or how do I be in this situation of challenge or high stress or high pressure, I want to give you distinctions that you can live through so that no matter which high pressure situation that you're in or which leadership situation you're in or you're in your relationship when it comes to health or whatever. You can take these distinctions and let them lead you and let them support you and let them help you make your own decisions for yourself. 
based on what we've talked about here. And hopefully you'll be able to use them across the board in your life. And not, it's not just in one particular area. And, you know, on a side note, I'm always thinking about this. I really want for my own life. This is what I coach people on too, that you're always looking for the deeper lesson or the deeper understanding or the more universal thought process that can go within a lesson or an experience that you've had so that next time you've assimilated what you've just learned and next time you have the opportunity to put that into practice, you remember what you've learned and you don't get to learn the lesson again. And I say get to, of course, very specifically. But what I'm talking about is, you know, next time you have an experience where you have the opportunity to speak up and where in the past you might not have spoken up, for example, this is your opportunity now to apply perhaps a new way of thinking about speaking up that you've learned somewhere else to speaking up in this particular environment. That's my hope with this podcast. My hope with every episode is that they all support you to lead from a different place if you take what you're learning and apply it. And that's why I always want you to take what you're learning and apply it as I share it. So today I want to talk about emergency thinking, emergency thinking. So what I'm talking about when I say emergency thinking is we live in, well, at the current time of recording, it's 2020 (laughs) and everything feels like an emergency, right? Everybody everything. There are so many topics that we're all so passionate about. There are so many causes at our fingertips that we want to support. We want to help. We have news coming at us from all over the world in every different direction and everything seems to contradict itself at times. You can find just as much evidence for the other side of an argument as your own side of the argument most of the time. And so it's difficult at this time to know where do I stand? What's my opinion? Or how do I deal with this particular issue on top of, you know, being a human, right? Like having a business or having a job and dealing with the fact that most of the world is in lockdown or in isolation right now, or the fact that you have children and a family and you need to make like you, you have your own life to kind of contend with. And then outside of that, there's all these amazing human beings doing incredible things to actually solve bigger problems in the world. And we have faster and easier access to that information than ever. So we have everything feels like a crisis and there are so many different crises that we can deal with in like in every different area of life. And the idea is that, you know, A lot of us, a lot of you listening to this want to do good. You want to do better at all times. The problem that I see though, is that we can be so fixated and consumed with wanting to do good and wanting to do good quickly and not wanting to be a bad person or not wanting to continue harming people with, you know, what we're doing that we don't know what we're doing, maybe necessarily and wanting to learn and wanting to be good humans and help the planet. And we get caught up in this emergency thinking, like everything is urgent, everything is an emergency, it needs to happen right now. And I am by no way, by no means attempting to minimize how many emergencies there really are out in the world. There are so many things we can be placing our attention on and our energy on that do need immediate attention and energy. But mate, if you're not okay, Don't even try to start giving your energy outside because it's going to be coming from a place of obligation and fear and adrenaline and scarcity. And that is the energy that we just do not need more of in the planet right now. Is it a bad feeling? Is it a bad emotion? No, there's no such thing as a bad emotion or a bad energy. Adrenaline can be really good. It gets things done. It gets things done quickly. 
It's productive at times even. However, it's not a sustainable way of doing things. And that's my whole point is that you will get things done if you're thinking, oh my goodness, I need to get this thing done. It's an emergency, but it won't get done sustainably. You will fall flat on your face and burn out and not be able to keep up and you will just go around and around in circles. That's actually unproductive in the long term because we need you as a leader, as a person who is passionate about whatever it is that you're passionate about in the world. We can't solve every single problem as individuals. We have to do it collectively and we have to pick the ones that we are passionate about. We want to solve ourselves. That's really important. But we need you to be here in 10 years and in 20 years and in 30 years and in 100 years. We need your kids to be here in 100 years. And we need people to understand how to respond to problems without getting caught up in, oh my goodness, it's such a problem, thinking. I'll give you an example. Let's think of an emergency doctor in the hospital. When someone comes into hospital and it actually is an emergency, like time is of the essence, this person could lose their life. There's like, you know, it's very dramatic. Uh, what happens in the hospital? Someone comes into emergency, you don't see the head surgeon or the head doctor physician going, oh my gosh, this is terrible. What are we going to do? With their hands on their head running around, they're like, right. And of course, I haven't been in one of these situations, so I'm paraphrasing what happens. But, you know, I imagine a doctor's cool, calm and collected, like, right, scalpel, pass me that thing. They all describe how time slows down in those moments and All you are focusing on is the thing that you need to deal with. Everything else kind of disappears into the abyss and you're focused one moment at a time, completely present and completely calm so that you can get the job done. Is the job guaranteed to get done successfully and have the outcome that you want? No, never. And that is even more of a reason to stay calm and to stay present and to stay fully focused. My friends, calm is a superpower. No matter what the emergency, no matter how urgent something feels, no matter how big and how quickly you need to act, calm is your superpower. Calm for my friends who cannot understand my Australian accent. So in any situation, even if it is an emergency, even if it feels so urgent, right? The best thing that you can do is take care of your adrenaline, take care of your nervous system, take care of your breathing, take care of yourself, make sure that you're all good so you can come into something with full energy, operating from an overflow of your own cup being filled up so that you can give everything to the act or the art or the outcome and it's coming from a calm, clear space. I like to tell this story about the metaphor of being a fighter and the ring. I figured out recently that it's been almost 10 years since my last fight. And honestly, it feels like yesterday. It's crazy. But the last time I was in a a world championships was 2011 and it's 2020. I still feel the same person. Anyway, in our martial arts competitions, we had three minutes. Each round was three minutes. And I tell you what, they felt like forever ever they were so long (laughs) it's a long three minutes when you're so focused and you're so present um, and you're so like every ounce of your energy is in that ring with you and actually one of the um, on a side note I suppose one of the ways that I think the most successful people navigated that three minutes is to just tell themselves well it's only three minutes just relax you know Um, but it can feel like a really long time when you're in there and You know, you train for years to fly to the other side of the world 
and fight against someone who may or may not train beside you, right? You may not end up in the final with someone from another country and uh, you don't get paid for winning and you pay for yourself to get there and stay in your accommodation and you have given up a lot of time and a lot of energy to train every night and fly to the other side of the world for a tournament that nobody knows about (laughs) except everyone in your own world for martial arts and uh, you have three minutes right and in those three minutes it's a microcosm for life because you step into the ring and all hell can break loose you can be punched and kicked in the head and you can be down by a number of points very very quickly And there's no time for emergency thinking in that space. There's no time for, oh my goodness, I've trained for two years. What's going to happen to me? This is the semifinals. I'm going to be out. Like freaking, there's no time for that because you're going to get punched in the head again. You've only got three minutes and it's just a couple of seconds between points. You have to focus on the next point. That's all you can do. Everything else needs to disappear. If you start focusing on the time, you get punched in the head. You start focusing on the score, you get kicked in the knee. Not really, no one kicked me in the knee, but I'm saying it for dramatic effect. Yeah, if you start focusing on where you're at in the score or the look on your opponent's face or what they might be thinking or what you might be thinking, if you start focusing on the pressure of being there for three minutes after training for two whole years and flying across the other side of the world, you start thinking about the lights, camera action, you start thinking about the hundreds of people that are watching, you lose, you get punched in the face, quite literally. To me, this is the best example I can give you of calm being a superpower and how to deal in an emergency, like how to think in an emergency and to not buy into the emergency idea. Life is like the ring, right? You don't have any time. You don't have any time in that three minutes to doubt yourself or to start getting down on what's happened so far. You just need to keep focusing forward. And most people don't think like this in life. We don't realize how long we have left. We don't know. We have no idea, none of us, but we make assumptions. We don't think about the three minutes on the clock, which is a good thing. It's a survival thing that we do as human beings. But also we kind of assume like there's time to deal with stuff. And just bear with me for a second because it's going to sound like I'm totally contradicting myself. But what I'm saying is, In the ring, when you're fighting, you have three minutes. You must simply focus on getting the next point. That's all there ever has been. That's all there ever will be. And there is no time to start doubting yourself or thinking about things. We tell ourselves in life that we do have time, right? Like, oh, well, life is longer than three minutes, though we don't know that. We tell ourselves somewhere unconsciously, maybe not in our conscious awareness, right? that we have time. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll dwell on this thing. I just, you know, I won't worry about it. I'll wait till I'm ready. I'll wait till I'm a little bit more motivated. And the truth is that life is like the ring. You don't know how long you've got. You can go down the path of worrying about what could go wrong and really, really freak yourself out and end up getting punched in the face, (laughs) metaphorically. Or you can end up going down a pathway where you continue to start thinking about all the things that could go wrong and you start to solidify your mindset into being that type of person who thinks all the time about all the things that could go wrong. You solidify that mindset. That's a podcast for another day. But what I'm talking about here is that life is exactly like the ring in the sense that while on the one hand, it is kind of an emergency, right? Like someone is sort of trying to kill you, trying to beat you. 
I'm not saying that in life someone's trying to kill you or trying to beat you, but metaphorically, just to like really spell it out, there are emergencies coming at us. There's information coming at us. There's crises coming at us all the time in life. Just like the ring, it feels like an emergency. It feels like there's a time limit. It feels like sometimes we're keeping score as well. It can feel like someone's out to get us at times too. But metaphorically, if you take these two things across the, you know, just map them out, kind of see the similarities here. How do we deal in both situations? When something is, it is urgent, you do have to focus. We stay calm. We don't get freaked out about what's happened up until now. We don't get freaked out about all the things that could go wrong. We don't focus on the score. We don't focus on the time, but we do know that the the best and most powerful thing that we can do in that moment is actually focus on what is within our power in this moment. And so for you, I would say if you're getting caught up in feeling like everything is an emergency and I need to deal with it right now, if you have adrenaline running through your body, that's the first thing to deal with. Because as a collective, if everybody is hyped on adrenaline, we're going to burn ourselves to the ground in the worst possible way. We need to take care of ourselves and we need to take care of each other. And we need to encourage each other to take care of ourselves and of each other as well. From that place, that is the most sustainable, loving, calm and present place that you can support and help other people. And when you do, remaining present, remaining focused, focusing on exactly what's in front of you, exactly what's within your power, just getting the next point, just dealing with the next thing and not necessarily feeling the emotional weight of the pileup of all of the things to do is actually going to support you to add the good stuff into what you're doing. And that makes a huge difference. Energy is a real thing, my friends. So if you're pouring adrenaline and fear and contraction and emergency thinking into a certain situation, you're feeding into this idea that we cannot actually do things and feel good, that we cannot actually solve the world's problems and not feel in flow, that we cannot actually help other people without being okay first. And it's not sustainable, right? We have to take care of ourselves. So focus on the next point, focus on what's within your power, remain calm. It might be an emergency. It might be absolutely urgent that you do this thing and that you get it done. Money might be really low. You've got to act from that place. There's actually nothing wrong with it. Like I said, acting from a place of fear, every single emotion is a signal. It helps you. It gets you somewhere. But when you're doing it consistently, it's not sustainable. And that's my point. So make sure that you're taking care of yourself, that you're encouraging others to take care of themselves as well, and that you're taking care of other people from that place. Focus on what you can do today. Focus on what's within your power today. Focus on metaphorically the next point. And also just remember that you don't know how much time we have left. A lot of people assume that life isn't like the ring. We're not on a time limit. And you just never know when your time might be up. So if there's something that you can do today that's within your power, do it. You will never, ever regret it. So I want to know where in your life have you felt like, oh my goodness, I'm under so much pressure. I'm doing emergency thinking right now. And where can you switch it up to make it feel completely different? I'll give you an example. At the moment, I have a huge project that I'm creating and it has consistent deadlines that go over, spanning over a long period of time. 
I've never created a project like this before and it feels really different in my body to create it like that. And if I'm not careful, I can get really caught up in wanting to do it early and get it done and I can create my own little deadlines and cause myself a whole lot of stress making it happen. And I catch myself sometimes in that emergency thinking like I need to get this done, then I need to get that done and then I've got, oh my goodness, I've got to deal with my clients or whatever. And even on this tiny, minute scale, which is not dealing with the world's emergencies, of course, that's just an example, I can find myself getting caught up in feeling rushed, feeling pushed, feeling stressed, feeling adrenaline, moving my time schedule around to make it easier for me, getting up early, staying up late just to fit everything in and make it happen. And I know in my body when I'm not operating from a place of where it feels really, really good because it feels tight and it's a challenge, right? You're literally staring down a tsunami of to-do items and things to learn, things to finish off, things to say, people to help, whatever, emails even. Oh my gosh, emails. And in the face of that tsunami of work to do, it might even simply be getting through the day with kids who are being homeschooled during COVID. It doesn't matter what your tsunami is. We can make a tsunami out of anything, by the way. What I'm inviting you to do is instead of buying into the idea that this is an emergency, it all has to happen very quickly, it has to happen now, it needs to happen on time, blah, 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 blah. Take some deep breaths. Take some time for yourself. Take a minute. Self-pleasure. Meditate. Go and draw. I mean, some of us don't have time to do that, but some of you do, right? So I'm giving you lots of examples. I'm saying in the face of the tsunami, don't buy into the idea that it's a tsunami. Calm yourself down and just focus on one thing at a time. This is how we actually create sustainable, long-lasting change where no matter what it is that your game is, no matter what it is that the problem that you're here to solve or the people that you're here to help, it doesn't matter. This is how we're going to do it sustainably, joyfully, and in a way that we don't go backwards from because we can uphold it, we can keep it up. And the invitation is to just not buy into the drama of what's ahead of us and to stay focused on what's within our power right now. Power over drama. Calm is your superpower. All right, I'm going to leave it at that, but I really want you to let me know what's the thing that you've been buying into is your tsunami at the moment and how are you going to actually just even take five seconds for yourself before you dive in to recenter and come at it from a place of like, I am an emergency surgeon and I can deal with this like a boss. All right, super freak, let me know and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for being here and listening in with me today. I'm really grateful to be gracing your ears. Of all the things you could be listening to right now, you're right here with me. So thank you. Now, I'd love to hear from you. What was your one insight of the day? How are you going to apply it? Why not tell me in a review? If you know someone who would love this, please do share it with them. It's the best kind of compliment. So you could take a screenshot, you could tag me on Instagram and be that super freak who shares what's working for you with your world. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, hayleycar.tv. It's linked in the notes. It's there. You can find out about all the ways we can play even more together. And you can also get a free copy of my book and download a free copy of the Super Freak Self-Coaching Scorecard 2, which a lot of people are having a lot of fun with right now. Remember, everything you want is so much closer than you think. So stay curious, stay open and say yes. 
I'll see you soon.